This is Bridging the Gap with your host, Matt Reiner. So we're gonna jump back into my conversation with Mike Langford, the CEO of FinServe Marketing and the host of, gosh, I can't even count how many podcasts now, focused on financial advisors. He is an innovator in the space of podcasting within financial services. He's what inspired me to really put a professional tilt on my podcast and help to think about how to grow the reach of the podcast. And so we broke our conversation up into two parts because it was so valuable. Last time, we talked about the journey Mike took to get to where he is today, and it comes from one within financial services. We talked about how to get your digital marketing initiatives started and out the gate, and we also talked about how to start a podcast, just like this. How do you start a podcast? In this episode, in this part of the conversation, we're going to talk about how to grow followers on a podcast, how to leverage video just like this in a podcast. We're going to talk about some brands that do digital marketing really well, so you can go and look at them and learn from them for how you want to do digital marketing going forward. And we're also going to talk about the importance of being on people's phones. Importance of being on people's phones. You're going to have to listen to that one. We left off discussing how to start a podcast. And my next question for Mike was, how do you grow an audience? Fantastic question. So I would say pay to play, meaning like paid advertising to promote uh, a post or to promote a video or whatever. Absolutely valuable. Make sure you really spend a lot of time learning how to do targeting though, right? So for instance, we don't spend a lot of money on paid advertising for any show, but we'll drop a hundred bucks like on an episode Mm -hmm. to promote the episode to a very specific audience. And we'll use LinkedIn or we'll use YouTube or whatever. And we'll, we're granular on it, right? We get written down, like we're looking for RIAs. We're looking for people in this market or people who also like this type of website or watch this type of video, right? So get knowledgeable. If you're going to spend money, you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on paid. It can help though, right? So let's just get that out of the way. I don't want to say that you shouldn't use paid, but I would start first with building your own network. And what do I mean by that? So your email list, right? Every single client you have should be on your email newsletter list. When you publish a new podcast, a an email should come out letting people know that there's a new podcast, right? It could be weekly or whatever. You publish a new video, like, hey, here's some content for you. You should connect with every single client and prospect that you have on social media, right? So whether that's LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, spend time where they spend time, right? So if you got a bunch of you know, your network, you realize a lot of my clients are spending a ton of time on Instagram. You should spend some time on Instagram, right? And then by the way, let them know, hey, we released a new podcast on Instagram, right? You can do a little little story there. So kind of go native there. Now, the next thing that I would do, and LinkedIn is phenomenal for this, start building a, that, that relevant network. Again, if I was targeting tech entrepreneurs here in Austin, Texas, I would start using LinkedIn to discover those people and connect with those people. And I would start building a big network. And then I would invite them to like my page, right? My, my business page. And I didn't pay a dime for that, right? I'm just constantly adding new high quality folks to my network and inviting them over, over time to like my brand as well. And they're going to, and this is a little, little tip for folks who don't know, all these social networks work on an algorithm. They don't show you everything from everybody that you're connected with. No, they show you things that they think you're going to be interested in. Well, there's a feedback loop that happens on every one of the social networks that informs what to show you. Who are the people you interact with most is the number one thing. The who and what do you interact with most? So if Matt and I are on LinkedIn and we're connected, and we are, and I click like on your stuff frequently, 
and I comment on your stuff frequently, guess what? I'm going to see more of Matt's stuff. And by the way, Matt's going to start seeing my stuff because they're, they're, LinkedIn is making an inference that these two dudes, they're friends, right? They're, they're, they, they like, they're, there's a connection here. And so I would, don't be like a nut job about it, by the way. Don't be like a stalker and like every <laughs> single thing. But if, if let's just say there's some prospects you're interested in, right? It's like Facebook poking. Yeah, that, yeah. Way. that was a little bit, a little bit outside there. That's right. But I would on a regular basis, go on to LinkedIn and with my target market of tech entrepreneurs, I would, if it was an interesting tech story, I'd like it. I'd comment. I would, same thing with one of those entrepreneurs posts. I would like and comment and, and or share like, oh, you know, Matt, Matt created a really good video. I click share. You know, awesome. Everybody loves that, by the way. Like, oh, somebody's listening. That's one of my 80 listeners, right? So be a good networker. Like people forget that these, the social networks are actually for networking. It's take the classic networking stuff and bring it online interact, right? Let people know you heard them, that you thought they were interesting. People are interested in people who find them interesting, right? Do a lot of that. You don't have to pay anything for that. Yes, it takes some time, but it works, right? Because people will start listening to your show because they're like, oh my gosh, like you know, Matt's always interacting online. Like he's, he's the guy, right? It's the currency of time as opposed to money. And, and you can grow it that way. And, yeah. and I think that, you know, there's something as you're talking about that there's something so much more valuable and, and likely to get engagement of reaching out to someone that fits your target persona of who you want as your client and reaching out and being like, hey, I just put together this video and I thought you would find it really impactful. I thought you would find it interesting. Yeah. As opposed to reaching out to them and being like, hey, do you want to set up a meeting to talk about your finances? Like, no, garbage, but maybe I'll watch this <laughs> right. video. Like, it's something yeah. interesting, right? And so you can start using your content in that way, which makes you be able to have a conversation with them that then allows you to build a relationship, which then leads to likelihood of them trusting you to have that conversation in this right. world that's become harder for that. And and that's how you look at this video stuff or this, this content stuff. And you know, I think video is such a big, that's why I love what, you know, this, this app has done that we're recording the podcast on with video is that video allows you, voice allows you to create that connection with someone, right? Like you said, mm -hmm. when you first started podcasting, video allows you to understand them even more because they can see you feel right. it. I mean, almost like see all your expressions and videos become so much easier. So where, where do you stand on video, right? How can someone leverage video uh, I love it. it. It's actually my fave. I, I would prefer to do video even over podcasting, right? It is to exactly what your point is, right? You get the facial expressions and so forth. And it, it's so much more powerful. It's just, it, it's just a little more labor intensive if you're going to edit, right? So that's, that's the one thing to, as you prepare yourself for, right? So editing takes a little bit of time or money because you have to pay an editor to do things. So if you have to clean up audio. So when you start investing in your technology, your tech stack, if you will, your equipment, or whether that equipment is physical equipment or the tools that you use, start thinking about the quality of the recording, right? So we're recording on this solution, uh, Zencaster, that, allow, that records in waveform, which is uncompressed audio, much higher quality resolution audio that makes for better listening, right? Records in good quality video as well, right? So start thinking about those things. Invest in a, a better webcam instead of the one that's just in your laptop. The, the video will look nicer. Invest in some lighting, right? And you don't have to do this all at once, but over time, start thinking about those things because it's very, you know, it makes the finished product much, much nicer. Uh, but don't obsess about 
perfection. Remember, people know that you're not CNBC or somebody like that. So video is truly amazing because, and now, by the way, we're recording all of our podcasts in video and and taking the video, editing the video and exporting the podcast as a video and exporting the video at the audio portion and just publishing that, right? And sometimes there's a slight difference on, on, on some things, but for the most part, it's the exact same thing because of exactly what you're talking about. You connect with people so much more. There are people who use YouTube as you and I might use Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Mm. They go to YouTube and they just listen or watch shows. They got YouTube playing on in the background. So don't ignore video. It's super duper easy. One of the really fun use cases of video is, and we're, this is something we've been tinkering on, is creating super high quality webinars. Webinars, as a general rule, suck. They just do. Somebody, you, know, you, you go, you attend a, a WebEx or whatever, and somebody's talking on their phone. They're not even on a, you know, a high quality microphone like this. So it's like crappy audio, and you're just staring at a slide the entire time. And, and, and sometimes the person forgets to advance the slide, or sometimes they advance too many and they got to go back. So what we've been doing is working with clients to pre-record high quality webinar experiences. So we'll record them, you know, whether it's a solution like this or, or one of the others we use a Zoom or something like that. And then we'll edit it up and make it sound nice. And then we'll work the slides in and so forth. It's a really good thing. And every advisor has done a webinar. So imagine sitting down and doing your webinar, but doing it high quality and publishing it and sending it out via email, right? Great video product. You're not, you don't have to sit down in the studio, but you created a much nicer product for somebody, right? So video is not that hard to do. Well, one of the company here that we know well, uh, TCG in, in Austin, they've really started rolling into video and they're doing like Facebook stories and stuff. And it was really, really neat. So the other day, it was last week, actually, the Tesla announced that they would start accepting Bitcoin to buy Tesla. And that just got the whole world into a crazy fest about should you use Bitcoin to buy your Tesla and all that type of stuff. And immediately their president was on literally that later that day, he's doing a, doing a Facebook story and they're, they're being interviewed and they did the full compliance disclosure at the beginning and everything live. And they're like, Hey, here's some of the things you need to think about. If you're using Bitcoin, you're, like, you're still going to have to pay a capital gains tax on your Bitcoin before you can convert that to dollars to buy. And so even if you use Bitcoin on the transaction directly, there's still going to be capital gains. It was just, it was a really, really informative, but just raw and very personal. In the moment, right? Like that's the, that's the thing that video yeah. allows for. And we have this amazing video camera right here on our phone that yeah. this camera is yeah. better than many of the cameras that people will use anyways, right? That it's just such a more powerful right. camera and the ability to just engage in the moment when you have an idea or a thought record it and you can, you know, maybe That's determine right. if you want to share it, but that in the moment creates the perception and the, the connection of you being real and human and people yeah. connecting with you a lot more. And then to the point about the webinars, right? What an awesome way of doing it, right? Not only do you have that one piece of content, you spend 45 minutes doing a webinar, get it highly produced. You can cut it up into chapters and have yeah. 10, 15 pieces of short clips that you can just kind of sprinkle on people as part of a nurture campaign yeah. or part of a social media campaign. And, you know, like people are getting into TikTok and all this type of stuff. You don't have to be on those, but you can test it out. But you have to go sure. into it. I think that where people miss on digital media 
in my mind, and I'd like your thoughts on it, is they miss because they don't set out a goal of what they're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. right? It, they just go and do it yeah. and they think that it's like a silver bullet. And that's the problem in our industry, right? We adopt technology because we expect it to solve all of our problems, but there takes time. There's other things that we have challenges with, right? And they come into digital marketing, like I did 10 videos in like, you know, three weeks. Why am I not like the, the largest name on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok right yet, right? Like it's like, <laughs> yeah. it, so what are your expectations and your goals? And if your goals are to inform your clients, that's an awesome goal. But let that be your goal and say, am I reaching my clients frequently? And is it personalized and engaging and valuable content to them? And if you are, then you're succeeding. And that's, I, I think that that's the challenge yeah. that we have in an industry is setting our goals with a digital poly, digital strategy. 100%. You know, you may, I love, first of all, go back, props to you for that, that capture something in the moment. Like you don't have to be thinking about, am I going to publish this, but capture something really interesting, capture, it's kind of like writing a note. Well, make a video note. I love that idea, but you're right. Like there's so many use cases. We, we think about it from a marketing perspective of like, I'm putting it out into the world and I hope this attracts clients. And I think that's the first instinct that everybody has when it comes to content. But content can also be, as we I, I mentioned a little bit at the beginning, a validator. If I am meeting you as a, or I hear about you as a potential financial advisor, I'm going to do two, actually three things. Number one, if I know what your website is, I'm going there and I'm looking at your website. So what does that website say about you? Does it say you serve people like me? Or does it say blah, 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 we work with high net worth people and we, you know, we, we treat all of our clients this way, right? Or is it like, hey, we work with people in the tech industry. So here's some really interesting things that we help clients do. You know, we help them with their stock option plans. Blah, blah, blah. So that's there. So I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to validate you there. I'm going to Google you. And I might go to page two just to make sure there's no ugliness there, right? So Google yourself, man. Check yourself out. Make sure that this, what you see there is what you want the prospect and the client to feel. And by the way, sign in on a different browser, one that you don't normally use so you can see what other people are going to see, not just your own search results. And then go to LinkedIn. People are going to come to LinkedIn and check you out. They're going to they're make sure that you are who you say you are. 